Hey there, it's Ethan Meyer, and welcome to a Kaleidoscopic Mind podcast. It is Tuesday, September 13th, as of this recording. How has your guys' week been? How was your weekend? Um, did you guys sit down and watch some football? Did you guys enjoy the, uh, the good weather, or at least good weather where I'm from? Um, my, uh, my week since you guys last heard from me has been kind of all over the place. Um, had a brief, well, not brief, better part of a week stay in the, uh, in the hospital. There was a, uh, sort of a family emergency. So I stayed in the hospital for, for a few days. Um, everything's fine. Nothing serious. But, uh, let me tell you, fucking hospitals. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had to stay in one overnight. And, uh, goddamn. I just don't understand why the, why the TVs in the rooms are so shitty. The, the, the room that I, the room that I stayed in, the TV was you know it was a flat screen it wasn't like a crt we don't go that far back but it was hooked up to a vhs player a fucking vhs player who who is bringing vhs tapes to the hospital like who's asking for loved ones to you know when they come to the hospital like oh hey yeah i'm in the hospital um you know, can you grab me some clothes and maybe some snacks? And, uh, oh, also on the shelf, there is my, uh, copy of Dragonheart on tape. Can you bring that so I can watch that in the hospital? Like, who the fuck, who, who uses VHSs anymore? I mean, Jesus Christ. And, like, I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever. This is just some archaic bullshit. I'll just, I'll just get my Roku stick, plug it into the TV, and bypass all this, all this nonsense. Look at the TV. It didn't even have a fucking USB port. This this TV predates USB. Like, <laughs> I didn't think flat screens... Like, I didn't think uh, you could have a flat screen and not have a USB. All it had was the fucking audio-video ports. You know, the ones I'm talking about, the, like the yellow, red, and white that you used to plug up your uh, Super Nintendo back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it had, and those were taken because that's what the VHS player was using. It's just it, it's fucking, it was fucking awful, and you know that it, it had cable, um, but the TV itself, you know, didn't have TV speakers. Your speaker runs through your like little call button, your nurse call remote. That's where the sound comes through. Some busted janky ass you know, a little speaker and a little tiny little remote. And I asked the, I asked the nurse, I was like, is there, you know, like, is there a reason why these, you guys don't have fucking streaming or smart TVs? Like I get it. It's not a hotel. It's a hospital, but it's also 2022, not 1987. Like why, why are we having TVs in these rooms with fucking VHS players and cable when you could just get a fucking smart TV. Like if, if, if they're concerned about old people being confused 
on how to use those things. Have you? I mean, have you even seen a fucking Roku TV remote? It's got like six buttons, and 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 four of them are just the but like hotkeys to go to specific like platforms like HBO or Netflix or whatever. Have you seen a TV remote for cable? It looks like a fucking command console from a space shuttle. So I don't. <laughs> like, those things are more goddamn complicated and confusing than a fucking streaming. Like, any streaming technology or anything. Is it, is it just because people have been using cable for so long that they're used to just flipping through the channels? Or, you know, can they only go up and down? And on streaming services, there's the lateral movement. Maybe lateral movements fucks up old people. I don't, I don't know. Also, why the fuck are we catering to that generation? Like, why are we halting progress to cater to a generation who's afraid of change? Like, it's not my fault. It's, it's fucking 2022. Understand how Netflix works. Stop watching Fox News and fucking... You know, I mean, god damn. God damn. <sighs> and also, like, staying in a hospital, being with, you know, with my diet of, uh, you know, vegetarian, vegan, you know, whatever, whatever I'm in the mood for that week, um, is basically impossible. Like, it's the, f not only do, you know, they, they send a, uh, a, dietitian tech to your to your room to talk to you about food and you know all all these <laughs> all these dietitians you know they come up there and they're like oh i see on your i see on your thing that it says uh, that it says vegan um let me go over some options um so we have uh cream of corn um and we have a uh, uh we have some uh some broth. Oh wait, uh, wait, no, that's. Uh, um, well, I'm, I guess you can't. I guess uh, you can't eat anything. I guess we don't have anything. Like, they fucking they whatever vegetables they have, they just coat that shit in like butter. You know, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Like, no wonder people don't get better in these goddamn kill boxes, these fucking hospitals, when like you're coming in for like high blood pressure and they're giving you cheeseburgers for every meal like what what the fuck are we doing what the medicine in this country is a goddamn fucking joke um and ever since covid these hospitals are treated like medium security prisons you know like you have visitor limits and they like you know be like oh you've reached your you know, in a, in a 12 hour span, you can only have four visitors. So if three people come visit you in the morning and then, you know, two people want to come at night, one person has to wait or like come back the next day. Like what the fuck? It's a fucking hospital. It's a hospital. All right. That we're, this isn't like some, you know, forced rehab or a fucking prison or some shit where like, I don't know. It's, you know, I wasn't the one that was like, I wasn't. Um, you know, I was kind of going in and out the hospital like all week. Like I was staying there, but I wasn't the patient. So every time I would leave and come back, I'd get the third degree from these like rent-a-cops. Like who are you seeing? Why are you seeing them? Who are, you know, who are you? This, that, and the other. I'm just like, it's, you know, what, I mean, what the fuck? It's, I'm immediate family. 
let me go upstairs and see the person that I'm here to see and get, you know, what, get the fuck out of the way. Like, unless you're going to get off your fucking country fried ass and do something about it, just, just give me your visitor badge and just shut the hell up. Just let me go. Just let me go. It's a hospital. Like, what are we doing here? The fuck are we doing here? I'm wearing my mask. Like, uh, what a way to spend a birthday, huh? Fucking, what a way to spend a birthday. I guess I should be used to it by now, having a 9-11 birthday. (laughs) I had somebody say, uh, oh, this, uh, this will be a birthday you won't soon forget. You know, I bet you've never had another memorable birthday. I'd be like, well, you know, I, you know, nine eleven was uh, kind of memorable. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been twenty some odd years since that birthday was ruined. You know, walking into my fucking, you know, going to school, walking in the homeroom. You know, I didn't get my uh, birthday sticker and my little goodie bag of candies or whatever. Everybody just forgot about me and was glued to the TV, and you know, and I was old enough to. You know, 9-11, like, I was old enough to understand the situation, you know, the gravity of the situation once I, you know, once I set aside my selfish birthday needs. But I was also at that age where you don't really emotionally care, you know, like, empathy for strangers isn't fully developed yet. It's just like, well, I don't know any of these people, so I, it's, yeah, okay. That's about as far as it goes at that age. Or, 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 maybe we're just a sociopath. I don't know. I guess we'll, uh, we'll work that shit out through this podcast, huh? <laughs> also, if you hear that in the background, that is my cat. Uh, I am a cat person. I have three cats. Um, if you hear the whining, that is my diabetic cat. She is constantly hungry. She feels like she has to eat 24-7. Um, even if she has already eaten. Oh, and now I'm getting a phone call. Great. This is a great time. Uh, yeah, I will call you back. Yeah, anytime there's a, anytime there's a, uh, a hospital situation, you get all these people out of the woodwork calling, you know, checking in, which I appreciate, but you always get the same thing, you know. If you need anything, let me know. But, like, anything... Anything? I need a new car. You want to give me a new car? That's what I need. <laughs> no, I get, it. I get it. Everyone's, you know, everyone's been great. Everyone's been really supportive and helpful in these, in these times. Um, it's just, it's just one of those things. One of those things you got to go through. Anyways, back to the, uh, back to the good stuff about my, uh, about my birthday. My. Uh, uh, sister-in-law was watching my, uh, son, and when they were, uh, you know, when he was hanging out with them, um, he did a, uh, painting for my, uh, for my birthday, like an actual, like, canvas, you know, like a little 8 by 10 canvas with, uh, with acrylic paints, and, uh, it was actually pretty damn good for a, uh, two-year-old, I gotta say, um, even got a little, uh, you know, the initials and the date at the bottom. So if he ever grows up, or, you know, if he ever grows up. <laughs> when he grows up, if he's a, uh, some, like, world-renowned artist or some shit, um, I got his first. 
Um, it's like a, you know, like a, you know, it's a two-year-old, so it's like a, it's more akin to a Jackson Pollock, you know. But, uh, you know, the colors are nice, good blending techniques, nice texture. Gotta say, it was, uh, it was pretty incredible. Um, so that was, so that was cool getting that. And, uh, you know, I got to spend some time with him over the weekend, um, during all the, all the hullabaloo. He's, uh, he's getting into, uh, he's getting, or I guess not into, getting back into Bubbles. Loves, loves Bubbles. And, uh, so we got some, got a big thing of Bubbles, and we'll just be out in the driveway, and, you know, just, just blowing Bubbles. And I, and, uh, I don't know what's happened with Bubble Juice since I was a kid, but I feel like it's, like, watered down now. Like, it's gotta be, like, 85% water. Because... It does not, I don't know, the, like, potency of bubble juice just isn't there. You know, you put the little wand in there and pull it out. Nice, soft, subtle blow, and you'll get, like, four bubbles, and then, you know, the thing breaks. And it's just like, what what the... I remember, like, bubble juice, you dip that thing in there. You know, like, what's the what's the name brand? Like, the, the fucking... The Hot Wheels of bubble juice. Is it, like, Miracle Bubbles or something? You can dip the little tiny little four-inch plastic wand in there and blow like 400 bubbles when I was a kid. And now I feel like it's a, you know, like an Olympic sport to get like, you know, double-digit bubbles. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, is this country that god... Are are corporations in this country that goddamn cheap that we got to water down bubble juice? Like, I know everything's basically designed to break in a fucking year. But bubble juice it's soap it's fucking soap like what I've been doing is like t- like pouring out half this shit and just filling it back up with Dawn just so I can get some goddamn good bubbles out of these things I mean it's it, yeah anyways he he goes bananas for them things he just like runs around he does this thing it's like uh, uh, for all you uh, anime fans out there he does like the Naruto run which is crazy. It's, it's hilarious because he's never even seen that show. But he like puts his head down and throws his arms back and just fucking runs like a goat right at the bubbles and just screaming the whole time. It's hilarious. I love it. He's a goofy kid. And uh, so, you know, we did that outside. And like I said, the weather was really nice. So I went to the park. Um, went to like walk like I had there's a park nearby that has like a it's a huge lake and it has like a boardwalk that crosses it and we were walking across that he was pointing out fish and you know so just had some like nice nice time outside some fresh air um so that was so that was nice just being able to um take it slow for a little bit and just hang out hang out with my son you know I don't really, you know, like uh, being in the hospital, I didn't really get to spend a whole lot of time with him. He was, you know, staying with, uh, you know, my sister-in-law for the few days. So I didn't really get to get a whole lot of, uh, you know, everyone's routine was fucked up. So it was nice once the weekend hit to, you know, to kind of get everything back. And, and uh, yeah, he's getting that painting and then just be able to spend time with him. Like that was, that was the real highlight of, uh, my birthday, I gotta say. Um, also, you know, football's back. Um, got to 
Got to watch some football. Not as much as I wanted to. I know I was talking last week on the podcast that all I wanted to do on Sunday is, you know, sit on the couch, sit on my ass, eat Cheez-Its, and watch, you know, 12 hours of football. And I feel like when I said that, the universe is all like, oh, hold my beer. I'm going to completely wreck your whole week and weekend. <laughs> so, but I got to watch, I got to watch, I got to watch some football. I got to watch my Rams completely whiff. I mean, God damn, they were awful. It was an awful game. I mean, there's not even really anything to take away from it besides chalk it up to week one jitters. I don't know. Um, got to watch a little bit of, uh, Cowboys Bucks game on Sunday night and then I watched the uh, Broncos Seahawks game last night and that Broncos Seahawks game was really good but it's it was ridiculous listening to those Seahawks fans boo Russell Wilson coming back into the stadium like I get it he's not a Seahawk anymore but this man like best quarterback your franchise has ever had he won you a Super Bowl all the community, like, all the charity work he does in the community, and he's still doing in that community, even though he lives in fucking Denver. And you guys are just going to sit there and boo him? Like, classless. Fucking classless. What, what Ridiculous. Like, I've never seen such just, dis, a, just despicable display of fandom in my life. And I already hated Seahawks fans. You know, being a Rams fan, they're rivals, so fuck them. I've never really liked Russell Wilson, but I just felt bad for the guy, you know, coming back home and just getting that treatment. It's fucking ridiculous. And he lost. <laughs> so I was like 0-2 on that homecoming. Um, but it was nice to – football is a good distraction from all the shit that was going on, so it was nice to have that. And – uh I'm kind of behind on a lot of my shows that I was into. I haven't, you know, I'm a couple of episodes behind in uh, House of the Dragon and um, one episode behind in uh, Rings of Power, that Lord of the Rings show, which I know I said last week that I was going to talk about Rings of Power, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'll give you some of my impressions. I'm not fully caught up. I think there's three episodes out. I've only seen two. Um, but there's so much discourse about this show from... Tolkien nerds or just I mean even Elon Musk got out there and had to throw in his two cents which why the fuck do does anyone care what Elon Musk has to say about really anything that dude's that dude named his kid like a, like a fucking barcode like <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> it's fucking like rip off fucking wannabe Tony Stark douche he's out there talking about how Tolkien's rolling in his grave because of this show. Motherfucker, Tolkien would be running it, rolling in his grave if he even knew Twitter was a thing and, and your ass was on it. Like, Jesus Christ. And, like, people were pissed off that there's a there's a black actor playing an elf. People, let me say that again, people are upset that there is a black man portraying an elf. An elf. A fantasy fictional character people are upset that a, <laughs> that a black man is playing an elf that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard like it's a fucking fake made-up character i mean who the fuck cares maybe this elf just had a fucking 
melanin deficiency, and that's why he's black. You ever thought of that? Huh? Or maybe even in Tolkien's universe, elves were like, you know, the first. And uh, in our, you know, in our reality, the cradle of life is, uh, you know, supposed to be in Africa. So maybe there's more. Maybe he's like the true, like maybe he's like the fucking elf, you know? You ever think of that? No, you didn't. Fucking rubes. So... <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, his character sucks. <laughs> like, goddamn, he's like, his character is by far the worst in the show. Um, it's just like, I don't know, under it's just bad acting. He's sort of underdeveloped. But like I said, two episodes in, who knows? It's just not a whole lot going on for his character. Um, in fact, really, there's not a whole lot going on for any of the characters. But I feel like that's kind of. You know, the show, two episodes in, and they set up, like, 17 fucking storylines. Like, character arcs. Like, they introduce so many characters. And it's really hard to get an attachment to any one character when you're just shotgun blast so many of them. And then you get so little time with all of them. And it's just like, I don't really know who I should care about. Or why I should care about any of them. Um, and like the writing's not super strong and the acting's not super strong. You know, one of my, uh, one of my concerns for the show when it was still in pre-production and production and before we started seeing trailers even, is that there was no one in the cast who was like an established, like, A-list actor. And I'm not saying you have, you know, they, that you can't get a bunch of unknowns and, you know, and they kill it, that you can but I feel like for a show like this that's having so many, you know, so many characters just kind of thrown at you at once, it would have been nice if some of the B characters were more established to kind of help carry the load until you, until these like unknowns sort of like assert themselves and become a little bit more established. And then you start like thinking, like finding and following the ones that you like, like, there's, there's none of that. There's no one to really carry the show right now. Um, and that's a huge kind of knock against it, in my opinion. Um, the one thing that's, like, really carrying it for me is, A, I, you know, I, I really do like Tolkien stuff. Um, not to the degree that some of these fucking people out there that are, <laughs> you know, these, these fucking lore nerds. They're like, oh, well, this happened at, you know, such and such time, and in the show, it's saying that this happened, so it's, it's obviously, I can't watch it. Like, I don't, I don't fucking care that much. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, there's bigger things going on. There's bigger things going on in the world than what's, than what's happening in Middle-earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you guys realize that there's just, like, a giant part of the ocean that's just trash? Yeah. Yeah, maybe think about that when you're criticizing a black elf. <laughs> um, the one thing uh, the thing that I remember uh, when they started releasing trailers for the show is the trailers were bad and it made the show look bad and it made it look cheap and I feel like uh, some of these trailers were released before the uh, post-production was done because the show is fucking gorgeous um, it's, it's beautiful it's vibrant cinematography is 
it's got that true Lord of the Rings cinematography where it's just like these giant wide shots that that you know show off these huge just impressive landscapes and you know there's a there's all the different realms have all these different aesthetics and it's just it's really nice to look at um I'm not I'm not really a fan of the music um they have a different composer doing the doing the score it's Bear McCreary which um only thing I've known him I know he does a lot a lot of stuff but the only thing I've heard is his like he did the most recent God of War games um and like you know his stuff's fine but it's just one of my favorite things about Lord of the Rings is the score I think it may be like one of the best film scores ever it's beautiful I listen to it all the time I have a playlist on Spotify that's just Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit music and it's just like it's you know, those things are, I can just hear like a few notes and I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm transported to like, you know, Lord of the Rings. And then the show just kind of has, I don't know, generic fantasy music. Like they went to SoundCloud and just typed in fantasy and, and got some shit. That's kind of what it sounds like. It's not bad, but it's not, it's nothing to like latch onto. So that's kind of disappointing. Um, so I don't know. The show, the show is, uh, I don't know, a solid, I don't know, six, seven out of ten for me right now. Two episodes in. Like, there's some characters that, um, there's some characters that I'm, that I'm, that I'm liking, but for the, for the most part, a lot of them are just kind of, it's like a wait and see. Like I said, that they just haven't really, everything's just still being established, um, so yeah, and you know, a lot of people were complaining that like Galadriel is like so just off the cuff and doesn't listen to anything and it's like this warrior, you know, badass bitch and it's nothing like her Lord of the Rings character and it's just like, yeah, this this show is like three thousand years or some shit before before that. Like, you know. Do you remember what you were like when you were a teenager and what you're like now in your 40s? Are you still a, like, dumb, arrogant asshole? <laughs> if you still are, then you, you, you didn't develop as a character in life. <laughs> so, I think that, you know, I think that the whole kind of purpose of the show is that her character is going to develop, like, humility and and, you know, she seems like she's, like, if there is a main character of the show, it's got to be her. Um, she's the only one that has any sort of like arc being set up for, her. and she's doing a fine like that actress is doing a, a you know a fine enough job. Um, her and Elrond are the two act or the two characters in the show that I'm that I'm digging right now. Everything else is kind of just window dressing at this point, and just kind of seeing what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm still watching. I'm still into it. I actually watching the show is like made me it's like jonesing for like just that universe that world so i'm rereading fellowship of the ring which is not as you know when i first read that book i was in like middle school right and i remember it being just really hard to get through like really dense and kind of like the first half of the book just being like boring I guess maybe not boring but just kind of like yeah kind of a slog 
and I'm rereading it now, and it definitely doesn't seem as, like, uh, as difficult or as dense or as uh, sluggish as I remember. Like, there's really not a whole, like, I mean, there's, there's a lot of world building and a lot of history and a lot of setup, but not so much, and the writing isn't so, like, drug out that you you get bored with it. Like, granted, I was also in a hospital room with really nothing to do, so I was, like, blowing through these chapters. And I think it also helps that, you know, having the movies and, you know, all this other stuff to kind of help fill in a lot of, you know, as you're reading the book, you can kind of have, like, this visual projection of what's happening, and it kind of just helps kind of propel it along a little bit, so maybe that's what it was. Because when I read it the first time, it was before the movies were out. Or it was like before, you know, the movies were coming out. So I wanted to read the books to get, you know, get amped up for the release. Um, but yeah, I, it's definitely not as difficult as I remember. And not as, like, like dense or, or boring or anything. I'm actually, like, super into it. And, and rereading it, I remember all the stuff that was, like, left out of the films. Um, and, I'll, you know, some of the the changes of the storyline and this and that, like, you know, in the, in the film, um, they, they cut out like entire, like the first half of the book of Fellowship of the Ring is essentially just the hobbits walking from the Shire to, um, the Prancing Pony, right? And that's like the first like 200 pages and they come in across so much shit that's not even in the movie. Cause in the movie, that's, <laughs> that segment is like eight minutes. <laughs> And that's like half the book is, is them walking and coming across, you know, like Tom Bombadil and the Barrow Downs and Old Man Willow, the Willow Tree and Farmer Maggot and all kind of like, like Farmer Maggot's actually like an interesting character in the book. And in the film, it's just like a dumb redneck hobbit raising a sickle and yelling. <laughs> so... You know, not not that I'm shitting on the movie. I love the movies. They're like my favorite movies. But it's just it's it's crazy like rereading the book, how much stuff is altered or missing or just, you know, kinda of changed a little bit. Like timelines for sure. Like when when Frodo first gets the ring from Bilbo and Gandalf leaves and he's like, Yeah, I gotta check on some shit, I'll be right back. In the book, that's like ten years. <laughs> In the movie it's like one scene. He like leaves. And they make it seem like it's like a day passes, and in the film, it's like he lit. It's so long in the book, like literally, so much time passes that like he like Frodo forgot all about it. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Gandalf must have died of old age or some shit. He's never coming back. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying rereading that. I want to do the. I'm gonna reread the whole trilogy. Probably not by the time this year's up. Because uh, I get distracted a lot, especially with like bigger books. And once October hits, um, I have a tradition that's been going on for I think this will be the fifth year um, of reading Stephen King's It. And that's a, that's not saying this is the fifth time of reading the book. It's the fifth year of continuing that book. <laughs> I only read that book in October. And it's taking me. This will be year five, and uh, let's see if I let's see if I finish it. I'm getting pretty. I'm getting pretty close. According to Goodreads, I'm seventy percent. 
So I don't, uh, you know, that's, if I don't finish it this October, I'm going to get pretty damn close. So, so yeah, that's my October read will be Stephen King's It. That book is fucking huge. I think I'm still, I'm pretty sure it's still his longest book he's ever written. And he's written some long ass books. Like this thing is huge. Like you can knock a person out with this book. If it was hardcover, like you can you can literally kill a person with this book. It's it's a tome. It's it's massive. It's good, but it's fucking huge. Um, and honestly, it has like more more kind of just like drug out world building than Lord than Fellowship of the Ring. Like Stephen King will spend about thirty pages describing what the inside of a pharmacy looks like. <laughs> so so sometimes there's you know you get to these parts in the book where it's just like Jesus Christ I, I get it I, I know you know I know what this stuff is this exists in our world you know I don't need this much detail let's move on let's get back to the clown um, but yeah so once October hits I'll be starting that up again but hopefully I finish Fellowship of the Ring before then because I hate especially with fiction I hate stopping and starting again. I think it is like the only book that I've done it for, and uh, and that's it's been fine. Like I know enough of that from like the the several adaptations and and stuff that like it kind of helps. Like as soon as I start reading it again, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at in the storyline. Um, but I really just hate like setting down a, a, a fiction read and then coming back to it like months later, especially if it's the first time reading it or, you know, I've never, you know, if it's like a, if it's a book that's been adapted into the film, at least if you've seen that film, it kind of helps jar your, or, you know, get your memory going again. But if it's just like some fiction book that's not adapted and you never, you don't know anything about it and you set it down and you come back to it months later, you might as well reread that shit because it's, it's really hard to come back. Um, I have that problem all the time with the uh, the Witcher books. Um, even before like the TV show, like I was reading the Witcher books, and I'd set one down and come back to it months later and be like, "Wait, what the fuck is happening?" I'm just like, I might as well just start this over because I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what anything any of this is. So, so yeah, I could do it with nonfiction because that's basically just like. I read a lot of nonfiction, but it's, I think it's a little easier to set that stuff down because for the most part, nonfiction is just educating yourself about things that are already exist in this world. Um, like a lot of the nonfiction that I read is about filmmaking and film theory and lighting and, or just like biographies from like directors or actors or editors or you know whatever a lot of that kind of shit so it's really hard it's really or it's really easy to put that stuff down and come back to it um but fiction i don't i don't i don't i definitely don't like doing that as much um but yeah i mean that's pretty much that's pretty much all i've been up to here recently like i said it's been kind of a uh kind of a shitty week kind of all over the place um gotta do a lot of catching up on some stuff i was able to uh Watched the first two episodes of this new Rick and Morty season, and uh, those have been great. You know, I was kind of worried because usually, usually in any show, when you get to season six, 
it's just like, all right, this is going to start getting tedious. But yeah, I mean, they came out swinging on this one. Both episodes are are great, fucking hilarious. A lot of callbacks, you know. A lot of, you know, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, like it's you have nothing to worry about. It's 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 great so far. I'm really excited about the about this season. Um, last season was kind of wasn't bad, but it wasn't like their best, in my opinion. So this one seems like a more return to form. Like, I'm really digging it. So, yeah, I've been watching that. Like I said, i got to catch up on Rings of Power. i got to catch up on House of the Dragon. Um, I keep seeing, like, little tidbits of people posting on, like, Twitter about House of the Dragon. And I'm just like, all right, got to fucking catch up because incest weddings or something. I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. But it's Game of Thrones. So, I mean, if you're not fucking your sister, then, like, what are we, what are we even watching this show for, right? <laughs> just kind of expect it with this with this series the family the, the familial bonds so to speak <laughs> um but yeah a little bit of a shorter episode this week just because i ain't got a lot of shit going on or i got a lot of shit going on but nothing uh nothing to really you know talk about on the on the podcast nothing that's um entertaining or new it's just kind of been a, a week that's kind of got, you know, I got thrown into a blender and now I'm just kind of coming out the other side and trying to figure out what's going on. So, um, but yeah, got some stuff to look forward to on the, you know, catching up on the shows and, you know, football season's back. So got plenty of that stuff to, to watch and, and to look forward to, um, but yeah, I guess I'm just gonna, like I said, a little bit of a short episode this week, but you know, this is my, uh, this is my diary, not yours. So if you have, <laughs> this is, and this is what I got. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and I will check in on you next week. Like